0: Welcome to the Tony Elumelu Foundation Audio Stories on Entrepreneurship in Africa.
1: Hello, everybody. Hey, welcome to another episode of the TF Audio Stories. Um, this week we have Mahasin Quadri. If you watch the TF Forum, you will definitely know Mahasin Quadri from
0: the pitching session.
1: Would you like to introduce yourself?
0: Uh, I'm Mahasin Quadri from the class of 2015, uh, founder at CashMadam app and uh, winner of uh, the 2018 uh, forum pitching competition. Cash Madam is a mobile app that uh, enables small uh, and informal businesses to capture their data, to use it to optimize their businesses, to increase profit and grow.
1: Okay. We watched you on stage that day, pitching, and I was like, oh, wow. I was mind blown because I had to move where I was seated, and I came to the front so I could see your face. I sat right next to the investors just so I could capture every moment. And I kept wondering, how did you prepare for that day? Because I know you had several meetings. I saw you here over the weekend. How did you prepare for that day?
0: Okay, uh, First and foremost, being a member of the tech community means that uh, I actually go through a lot of uh, pitching sessions and uh, participate in a lot of competitions. But uh, I would have to be honest that uh, this particular competition was the toughest one yet Mm -hmm. because it was international, because it was tech standard. And uh, because of the level, the, the standard and the quality that the organizers wanted us to achieve. Uh, so um, I basically pulled out all my old uh, <laughs> pitching material and I, I just presented it thinking that the organizers would say, wow, you're so ready. Go ahead, you know. But uh, uh, the person who was basically managing the pitch session, Alexandra, she looked at my, my presentation and then she Delicately, most delicately told me that uh, could I you know, touch it up a bit and, and then I'm looking and I'm thinking okay that means that uh, <laughs> I'm not as That's fantastic as I thought I was <laughs> so I go back to the drawing board and I work on my pitch and uh, I take it back to her and then she delicately tells me again and I have to go back again and then at wow. some point in time I realize that okay I have to up the ante here so I go and I study some more so I ask so questions from the people who who know best about such things. I spoke to the um, support person that was uh, pulled in by TF, who, uh, from uh, SeedStar, uh, I think her name was Amaka, and she gave us some pointers, shared some uh, samples, mm-hmm. slides with us, and then um, I looked at the resources that uh, uh, Alexandria provided for us, and uh, I used them, I kind of basically looked for... Um, an already established organization's pitch. And then I kind of used that to compare with what I had on ground and upgrade the quality of uh, the message I was delivering via the presentation itself. And then I followed it up with uh, my uh, pitch session. I already had from my previous uh, pitches Mm -hmm. uh, a well-written pitch that I thought Uh was perfect. (laughs) (laughs) But my pitch was like five minutes and... I think I must have cut it like a thousand times to get it from five minutes to uh, three minutes while still delivering the same message as effectively. Mm -hmm. I I was literally parking on the highway. Yeah, I was literally parking on the highway to uh, record either my voice Mm -hmm. or do a video and send in so that uh, Alexandra could take a look at my pitch and see if I'd grown since Mm -hmm. the last time. Mm -hmm. And I was literally in traffic you know, reading out what I'd, yeah. Wow. I, yeah. And I did it every, because she impressed upon me the importance of making sure that I have everything at my fingertips. Mm-hmm. So I was doing it every day when I'm driving to work. I'm literally driving and you, you can see the woman talking to herself. <laughs> but I'm, I'm basically just relaying my pitch, mm-hmm. telling myself, that, okay, I'm on, on the stage presenting. And then I had this image in, at the back of my mind of Mr. Tony Lumelu. And uh, Mr. Manuel Macon, when they were presenting on the stage, uh-huh. and I was thinking, mm-hmm. wow, okay, mm-hmm. so even if I don't get to that quality of confidence and uh, ability to communicate verbally, I should at least try to get to a point where I can, you know, look like I could someday become that good. Yeah, someday. <laughs> you did well. Uh, you did so, well. yeah, basically that's, that's how I prepared. It, it was quite a bit of work mm-hmm. because, like okay. I said, I came in thinking that I was already ready, and then mm-hmm. I, I was I, – I had to go through the difficulty of acknowledging that uh, I wasn't quite there yet and then work on it. So, yeah.
1: Wow, interesting. I like, to see, I like the fact that you you turned to your pitch, really, because you're in traffic and then you're preparing. You're everywhere and then you're preparing. It showed that you put a lot to it. You put a lot to it. And that's, that's stuff people don't actually get to see. We just True. saw you go on stage, but no one knew that, you know, in traffic, you were there presenting to yourself.
0: <laughs> Alexandra was basically... Um, trying to get me to sit still during the event itself because oh, every fuck. second I got, I would dash to the toilet and practice some oh, more. Wow. Then she'd call me and say, "Where are you?" And I'd be like, "Okay, I'm not far away. I'm just in the toilet." She say, "Please come and sit down." And <laughs> I'd come and sit. And the minute she turns away, you go. Off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. So. I remember, if there's one thing I remember, is you coming on stage and breaking out into an epic dance. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> that dance was, was top-notch. So really, how exactly did you feel? I saw that dance, but I want to know, how did you feel when you heard Parminder Devere announce you as the winner of the pitching session?
0: Okay, so first and foremost, in terms of uh, the technology that I was presenting, I, I believe so much in my technology, but when I saw the people that I was competing with I was, you know, I was drawn, taken aback and I was like, hmm, do I really need to be doing this? <laughs> because, I mean, people coming with bags that can charge your phone mm. and stuff. and uh, So I was kind of intimidated by that. So I had already told myself, you just do the best you can. Put up, put forward a good face, you know, make the organizers proud of you as an entrepreneur and uh, go home happy. So I did not expect I would even come like second or third or anything. I didn't think I'd come anywhere near it. Mm. My goal was just to do the best that I could. So when Kamindever called my name, I could not believe it. (laughs) I just couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. I'm not a dancer on a regular day, but somewhere along the line of understanding that it was my name, they called and realizing that, wait, that means that I won. (laughs) My body parts took he over.
1: Awesome. <laughs> it's good to see because it it's like a, it's like a reward for your hard work, for you talking to yourself in traffic, for you sneaking out into the bathroom to rehearse. It's a, re- it's, a, it's a reward for your hard work, right? Yeah. Um, so how has that helped your business?
0: Um, well, exposure-wise it's been tremendous. I'll be very honest with you when the announcement came for the pitch competition and we were told that there was no financial reward, but you'd get a lot of exposure and other additional uh, benefits. I appreciated what was meant by that. And uh, as an entrepreneur, I know what the value of uh, publicity can be. Mm -hmm. uh, But I didn't expect it to be this much. I didn't expect to get this much publicity, to be doing interviews with BBC and being called by CNN and all that stuff. I didn't expect any of that. I've uh, gotten a lot of publicity. Even my social media has blown and everything. And, and it's been consistent. I've had ex- experiences where I've done radio interviews. Mm-hmm. And for the duration of the interview, my social media blew. Oh, wow. And then immediately the interview ended. It, it <laughs> fell flat. Yeah. But this has been consistent. Probably oh, because wow. of the quality of the exposure. It wasn't just me sitting down and talking about stuff. Yeah. It was people seeing me in the process. And seeing mm-hmm. the vigor that I went through rigor that I went through. Um, So, yeah, it's been fantastic in those terms. Also, it's been very motivating. Mm. Because, like I said, try to communicate to the judges, there's a way that competing and winning validates what you're doing. It Mm. gives you a a higher level of validation. You're you're already confident about what you're doing. You're already believing in yourself and you're putting your best into it. And then when you win a competition like that, um, it gives you an extra level of validation that, okay, so I'm not the only one who gets this. Mm -hmm, Yeah. mm -hmm. And that's really important because that's what keeps you going during the tough days. Yeah,
1: I definitely agree with you. Right after your session, people started asking questions. We even had a Twitter chat about a week ago. And we found out that there are lots of entrepreneurs who put their files together, prepare decks, and they go out to to pitch to investors. What would you say are um, the key things entrepreneurs should look out for when they're pitching their businesses? Okay. What would you even advise them to, to, to put together when they're pitching their, their businesses to investors?
0: Okay, I'll answer it as um, what did I learn about this particular experience? And the first thing I learned was, uh, in the past I used to present my presentation as all the information I can. As much as possible, I just put it on and it was mm-hmm. basically my business plan on PowerPoint. But I've come to learn that all that's a waste of time. Um, during the Preparation period, um, Alexandra and uh, the other people involved kept on telling me that the pitch session is not about uh, the presentation. It's about me and what I'm presenting, that it's me they want to see, not the presentation. And it's me they want to hear from. They don't really want to read the presentation. The presentation is just to add, to buttress the whole Mm -hmm. process. So it's very important that when you're creating your presentation, make sure that you have as little words as possible. Pass across the most important messages. Messages like uh, the figures, the facts, mm-hmm. yeah. use as many pictorials as, uh, and as much color as possible, things that will catch the eye, things that when they see it, they don't need to see it for longer than a second before they grasp mm-hmm. the message behind mm-hmm. it. So that's extremely important. The other thing that I learned was that uh, you need to prepare a written pitch. A lot of the time, pe- the, people tell you things like, okay, just. Um, know what you're going to say, and then, you know, say it. It doesn't work because at the end of the day, this is based on my personal experience, having pitched many times before, you need to have a very clear idea of what you're going to say. You need to know exactly what you're going to say because there's a time factor to it. There's also a nervousness factor to it. Mm-hmm. Sure. No matter how prepared you are, when you get on that stage, you, you might bulk. And then there's also the fact that nothing is predictable. They'll tell you, okay, there's going to be a stage, there's going to be this, there's going to be that, but you can get there and just find that. Yeah, mm. for instance, I know that there are some people who, the minute they heard that um, the presentation, that we might not be able to manage the presentation ourselves, mm-hmm. that, uh, yeah, it threw them off balance, completely threw them off balance. Mm. But for me, I wasn't worried because I actually, the way I created my presentation, I created the presentation, then I took snapshots of each page mm. and then I pasted the snapshot onto another presentation. So it's not going to move. <laughs> it's a picture. Yeah. yeah. So when I heard that, I didn't worry about it. So that's another thing I'll say. Keep your uh, presentation extremely simple in terms of uh, uh, animation. Don't use an animation. Don't use uh, too many fonts because those things can throw you off if there's a problem with the presentation at some point. Uh, Don't use too many different sizes of um, things and then try and as much as possible to communicate as much as possible with pictures and numbers because those things don't really move around. They just stay where they are. So, just to keep everything uh, in place. And then I would say dress comfortably. Don't wear high heels onto the stage <laughs> if you can avoid it. I wore high heels, but that's because I, I was a bit worried about the way I would look because my outfit was very simple. Mm-hmm. But wear comfortable clothes and comfortable shoes so that you can move around. And then uh, one of the greatest lessons I learned from this past pitching competition is I realized that one of the differences between what I did and what my competitors did all of them did a fantastic job. But I noticed that all of them were focused on everybody in the place. Mm-hmm. And I was the only one who spent the entirety of my pitch facing the judges. Oh. Yeah. I, I did it to a large extent because I was extremely nervous. Uh, and because I was wearing high heels and I very rarely do that now. And in my, my, b- at the back of my head, I had it in my mind that if you move too much, you might fall. <laughs> So just stay where you are and do a side-to-side thing. So I was doing that. (laughs) And I just thought, okay, just focus on the judges. So I focused on the judges. I tried to look into each and every one of their eyes to create that connection. And then I just passed my message across like that. And then another thing I learned is that there's certain things that they want to hear. During your preparation sessions, you hear those things. And they communicated those things to us. And I took them to heart. And my goal is very simple. If I don't make the time, I will just make sure that no matter what, I communicate those things. One, communicating um, what the product is. They want to know about the statistics, uh, the size of the market, your revenue, your business model. They want to know about your team. They want to know what you're going to do with the money or how much or whatever it is you need, what your ask is. They want to know that and they want to know what you're going to do with it. They want to know what your plans for the future are, so your projections and your plans for the future. Uh, and they also want to know about the product. So if you're able to deliver on all those things, then it's very likely that someone within the panel, the judges, will have a checklist. Mm. And they will, you know, yeah, take, as yeah, as take as many as possible. And if you're able to cover that checklist, that imaginary checklist, you're likely to do okay.
1: Perfect. Thank you so much, Mahasin, because I'm really sure so many people have questions. So um, it's really, really nice chatting with you. Thank you so much for sharing all these nuggets. We really appreciate it.